Hey guys, this is the Ocho Man, and uh, I'm also doing another big show that I'm really, really excited about, and I'm doing it with my buddy Jimbo, and it's called Bleacher Bums. I, I, I tell you, it was a great thing that we just sat around and we came up with this idea of, how about a couple guys deep in the outfield, sitting on the bench, eating popcorn, eating peanuts, and having a great time just talking about baseball possibly even arguing, but most of all, having a beer with one another and enjoying a great game. Well, you just said the key word there. See, you went through the hot dogs and the peanuts and everything, but it's beer. Okay, let's face it. Beer. Got to have a beer. On a hot August day. Oh, my God. Watching my beloved Cardinals beat up on your atrocious Reds. Uh, We are atrocious, but you know what? We're going to hang in there. Well, you're going to hang in. We're going to hang in there. They always say, what's it like? uh, You're going to lose X amount of games. You're going to win X amount of games. And it's the stuff in between that separates you, right? And that's what is so exciting about baseball is that you can you can go up to the plate and bat three out of ten times, get a hit, and you may be a Hall of Famer. Sounds like uh, the the Weatherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they don't they're not right. No, right? It's about three thirty percent of the time. So you know these guys are getting paid millions of dollars, and they go in the Hall of Fame for doing that. So, right, and uh, uh, yeah. our show is going to be about that. And uh, I'm so excited about this baseball season. I, I, I mean, every time baseball season comes around, I think of swimming pools. I think of everything that's just summer. I got to go back to beer, but that's okay. Yeah, and that's I, true. I, I got to do that. But you know, I am I, I'm like you. And and again, I want to say uh, welcome everybody to the show. And and I sure hope that you enjoy it. We and, love and it. Join us every week. As uh, we're going to cover like all different types of stuff, uh, we're going to talk about what's hot going on in baseball. Maybe some players. You know, the beautiful thing is when we were thinking up this idea. I, I think what's great is is we both agreed that baseball itself will give us the topics because there's always something cool happening. There's great stories. Unfortunately, sometimes there's goofy stuff going on. But but at the end of the day, people love to sit around and talk about baseball. The game speaks for itself, basically. Right. That's well, what it's all about. And, and I got to be honest with you. I am. You know, obviously, I've been a Cardinal fan for a long time but I love baseball too so I love players doesn't matter who they play for but I got a little more involved in this baseball season as you guys have welcomed me into your uh what I consider to be a professional top tier uh fantasy baseball league oh dude you're gonna be in for a treat on this baseball season I'm telling you right now this baseball fantasy league that we're in guys i know what you're thinking out there oh uh you know what i put in 90 bucks a 100 bucks you get your team no not in this league here this league you've been picked i mean you pick a team that's how much they're how much they're they're they cost out there yeah they're they're what they're worth on the forbes list on the forbes list right is what basically you're going to be paying in the one hundred dollar increments. So if they're for the millions. Yeah. yeah. So if they're like worth seven hundred eighty million, well guess what? You're gonna pay seven hundred eighty dollars for that team. And you say, Why the hell would I pay seven hundred eighty dollars? Well, I tell you why, because now that gives you a little bit of a leverage on uh, how much players you can get out there, how much you're willing to spend to get these big-time players. Now, if you're a low-budget team, which we have those type of teams too, they're not going to be able to afford these uh, big-time contracts and so forth. It's so much like the real deal. Yeah, so for instance, that's a great example. So if you're a low-budget team, uh, you you better do a good job, and this is what's great, they have minor league drafts. You can pick up players. You can trade. You can sign long-term contracts. So you try to steal players. If you're going to be a low-budget team, you better be pretty good at that, right? So just kind of like real baseball. And, Jimbo, this show, this show that we're going to have, we're going to have a guy. We're going to have an expert that just follows this this as religiously as he can. And we're going to call it the start, sit, sleep, and it's basically we're going to ask him, who are you starting this week? Who are you sitting this week, and who are the sleepers for this week? Well, he's the guy to do it. And when we talked to him about doing it, you know, I, had, you know, we went to him with this idea uh, for the show, and we were talking about it. And the reality of it is, Jono and I 
are probably both, when it comes to something like that, almost too passionate. Would you not agree? I like, think we are. Yeah, I like, think we like, are. We love players and we love teams, and it really doesn't matter to either one of us sometimes whether or not they're on paper any good, right? I mean, we just love – like Albert Pujols yeah. is my favorite player. I don't care about the injuries and things like that. Uh, but, you know, I want him. now. He's got him on his computer. Right. Now, our expert might say, Jim, I understand you like him, but he's a bad pick and here's why. And I'm going to tell him – I don't care, but that's why I may not be a good fantasy baseball. This guy's going to help you, and I know it's such a big topic. On a this weekly guy's basis. Help you on a weekly basis. So we're looking forward to having him as well. But, you know, obviously the topics will all revolve around baseball and everything that's involved with it. And, again, like we said earlier in, in the intro, the greatest thing, like, for instance, I'm looking right here um, at some of the stuff that's going on. And one of the things, and we can kick it off with this because I find Let's kick this, it off. Let's yeah, kick it off. I find this absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, the panda – is benched. How is the panda bench? Well, it, it, what's going on in I'm this not world? Sure. Well, evidently, you know, I'm not sure he can move around too well, so they told him to have a seat, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, he's getting benched in favor of Shaw, and I tell you, for there's and speaking of fantasy, there are some people out there that are freaking out over this now. His numbers regular season are just they're they're good, not great, right? So up and down. But man, this guy's a playoff performer, and now he's on the bench, right? Of course, I I can't see that holding up too much. I I feel that he'll jump right back into the scene. I think that he's a contender. He's a contender. Yeah, I mean the game of baseball. I mean, you know, but that's one the thing, thing I thing do too. have a problem. I want to talk to you about this. Uh-oh. One thing I have a problem with is this minor, uh, not minor league. I'm so sorry. I'm talking about. These exhibition, these uh, games that they're holding in Cactus uh, League in Arizona and in Florida with uh, the Florida leagues going off and so forth. How how many games do they have to play? You're seeing guys getting injured now that, you know what, this has gone too long. Let's put a halt to it and let's start the season. You know what, you don't need to be playing all the way up to the opening day. Well, it's the same argument with football, right? We had an injury yesterday with the Yankee guy, well, the Yankee it, pitcher. It, it's funny. It's just on here. He's cleared to pitch now, so I guess but I hope he, he doesn't looked like. Did, did you he see looked, that, Jimbo? Oh, we were out in our field yeah. checking that one out. I mean, the the guy's holding his arm, and then he he didn't even want to touch. Well, uh, to anything point, there, he you know, wants fo- to walk off. Football's been talking about this for a while, and I think baseball. I think they're all this way. And here's here's what it comes down to. It's a new age, right? These guys show up in camp ready to go. Now, you can make the argument that you need X amount of time for the pitchers, and I think at the end of the day that's what it's all about. The pitchers have to build up the arm strength to go out and throw what you would hope in probably the first couple, two to three weeks of the season is seven innings. Right. So the problem is you can't just come in and not do this and these guys go out and throw seven innings. So I know there's a give and take there. And, you know, let's face it, what they do use spring training for is they get to see a lot of these guys, and that's where some of these young players kind of make their bones and get noticed. Matt Carpenter did it for the Cardinals a few years ago. Oh, I, I agree, Jim, but I, I'm saying, well, why why start all your vets? I mean, uh, well, I don't know that they do. I mean, bench I, I, bench you know, some of them right now, and uh, I, you know I, I what? See it. I, hey, I, listen, I'm I, a fantasy owner too. Besides being out in see, the outfield, see, there's the issue. Okay, there's so for issue. instance. So, you know, when he, anytime issue. something bad happens, there's got to be something wrong with it, right? So I'm going to kind of disagree with you on this. I kind of understand that if you had Miller on your team and he got hit with a line driver, like, why is he in there? Well, he's he got to be in there. I mean, if not, what's he going to do? It could happen in the minors. It could happen It could happen anywhere, really. So uh, I'm going to kind of disagree with you a little bit on that. But I do, you know, maybe, maybe it's a week too long. I don't know. Uh, like, for instance, if you notice this week, these guys are going out and pitching and they're kind of coming out in the fifth inning. Um, after right. about 60 yeah. pitches, 60, yeah. you know. So uh, maybe. I What's don't know. A, what, There's probably a, a What, what do you think the pitch count is Oh, I you know for spring training? I, I don't – who knows? I mean, I, I'm not a pitch count guy. Right, yeah. I, you know, I, I say it all the time. The, the Tim McKern – not McC- uh, Tim McCarver, who everybody – Belly aches oh, about. No. I, I, I like him. I like him. I actually don't have a problem with him, but everybody wants to bellyache about this guy. But he said the smartest thing about the arm problem in baseball that I've ever heard. You know, you got all these guys having Tommy John surgery, and and he was doing a Cardinal game. That's what he does now. And you know, the other guy said, "Whoa, are you looking into the bullpen here, Tim? Because you know this guy's at uh, at a, at 102 pitches." And McCarver says, "Wait a minute." What's that matter? He's dominating. Why would you take him out in this instance? And he says, well, you know, he's 102 pitches. He's coming off the command. Tim McCartney said, hey, everybody's worried about pitch counts. Pitch counts can't be the answer because we care about them now more than ever, and yet we have the biggest problem we've ever had. So pitch counts can't be it. 
Hey, so, Jimbo, switching topics. What do you think? What do you, you think Toronto? You think Toronto can help? I, I, I look at Toronto. I look at the Angels. I look at uh, teams like that that are just going to, I, I feel, this year could be their breakout year. Well, the Angels. I mean, every yeah. year we say yeah, the Angels, you know, that, that's. But you know what? Somebody made a great point about them. When you look at the Angels, you look at a couple of players and you think, man, they're talented, young. But man, they're 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 not young either. I mean, you know, they yeah, got their issues. You're right you know? about that. But I'll tell you what, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Toronto's a sexy pick for oh, sure. God damn, right? up and down that lineup, yeah. they are strong. Sexy pick, a hitter's ballpark. Um, you know, I think, you know, for me, um, for me, I think Marcus Stroman is a, is a big piece there. Now he's a young guy, you know. He's a year, a full year now removed. Right? I'm telling you right now, Donaldson's a big play on that one. Well, but I mean, I you know, I, I that guy I just I don't motivates know that, he, that team. Right. And, and, I, and how how the how the hell does the A's give up on that guy? Boy, that was a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> and you watch that movie. What was that movie he came uh, out with the old uh, Oakland? With Billy, yeah. 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 Moneyball. Yeah. What was his assistant saying on that one? Oh, I don't know. I'm oh, sure my God. Know. Yeah. Here here you go. Out the door. Donaldson, are you kidding me? That guy can play. And Washington, every year, every year, Washington, this is the Washington's year. This is Washington's year. This is a tough team to manage, man. There's a lot of lot of antlers on that team, man. I think they got the right guy, though. I think Dusty is the I right like, guy. You know what? I, I like, like Dusty. Dusty. He took a beating a little bit over maybe some handling of the bullpens or starting pitchers or something like that. But no, I tell you what. It, I, I agree. Well, but you know what? Here's the thing, okay? In any sport, if you have a guy who does a great job managing, get him some help maybe with some one of the things he might be a little deficient in. So if I was Washington, I'd say, hey, look, Dusty, got to be real honest with you. Love you. Love what you can bring to this. But you know what? We're going to get you a little help here with how, handling the pitchers. And if you're okay with that, you're our guy. So I'm hoping that's kind of what went I don't down. think it's that, though. I really don't think it's that. I, I think management brought him in for Harper. Well, sure. Uh, I, I really honestly think that they brought him in and say, hey, you need to get this guy part of the team. Look as a whole. Well, he managed successfully one of the biggest – Albatross, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the uh, biggest. Barry, Barry, yeah. and and you know what? Barry blended good with San Francisco. Yeah, there was never any issues. No, there. you never heard him go off on it. Hey, you any, know what? Yeah. Honest to goodness, Barry Bonds only had one. You I mean, cannot believe how many stats Barry Bonds. There is stats that we don't even know about that he he's put up on the board. That's unbelievable and you know what that's that's another topic for a different day but you know what this whole thing with Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire they did it though they did it out on the field and we loved it we loved watching these guys and you know what when they were on TV I guarantee none of us turned that channel and that's what the MLB wanted at the time well, and Barry got a bad rap, but the truth of the matter is, can you remember, except for the one blow-up in spring training with Jim Leland, the one time? Now yeah, Barry you remember was that. now Barry was Barry. He did, you know, he had to have his own chair in the club. And but you know, here's my thing: people wanted to make a big deal, like of the chair. Remember that he had the recliner brought right. in. Right. Yeah. Here's big my. Deal. You know what I say? Who gives a shit? <laughs> these yeah. guys are these guys. I'd like to have a recliner right here. Oh, there's no there's no. Would you question. like to have a recliner? I would like a recliner. And I can tell you that if you brought a recliner in here, I wouldn't say a word. I wouldn't think you were a prima donna because you wanted a recliner. Brian, put in the order Brian, for Brian, put in a request. We'd like a uh, – that's our producer, Brian, over there, by the way. and He'll be working with us the entire year. And I'm telling you right now, this baseball just brings out, like you said, you're a Cardinal fan. I'm a Reds fan. This is Central Division. There was a little animosity there at one time where your guy attacked Mike Quaido. What? My guy was attacked. And I tell you what, he wasn't attacked by a keychain or anything. They attacked him with a chainsaw. Wait a minute. Chainsaw and uh, <laughs> <laughs> your guys got treated like. We got attacked. Yeah, you got treated like a punk. And, and, and on that note, too, your catcher. Your catcher, I love that catcher, by the way. Yachty. You guys got he's on my team, by the way. Yadi Molina. He's on my team. He's on my fantasy team. My my guy walks up to home plate and he taps him on the pad there. And next thing you know, my guy is virtually attacked. 
he is attacked. And I was like, oh, my God, what are they doing to Brandon Phillips? And sure enough, the umpire stepped in the way. There was justice brought back into the league there, in the game. I couldn't believe it. Well, let me tell you, I've said this a thousand oh, times. Oh, it was horrific. I finally got this, done with counseling. Yadier Molina, okay, could do anything he wants to do in St. Louis, and they would still love him. Oh, he's a good guy. Number one, he hit the homer against the Mets that year to send him, you know. And then he does, and then Brandon Phillips mouths off about the Cardinals, right? And that's you know, a lot, a lot of people say that. A lot of, a lot of okay. teams around the and league say fine. that about the Cardinals. And that's fine. And a lot of people do say that. But this Your guy, guy shouldn't jump up. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. up like wait that and attack my wait guy, Wait a minute. Though. Your guy he violated pipe. my... My Fargan writes. He pipes off in the paper about how the Cardinals are a bunch of whiners and nobody likes them and all this kind of stuff. And then what's he do? Okay, of course that's bullet board, bulletin board material, right? So there's a big deal made about it in the press. Uh, well, and then, yeah, and then that's what happens? Your opinion. That's and then your what opinion. happens? He hey. comes up to bat. And then he was attacked. He comes up to bat. And what's he do? He's attacked. He smacks Yachty on the leg with his Oh, back. he smacks. Well, no. They, they always no, no, no. do yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, no. That's my point. They always do that. Right. And Yachty says, hey, wait a minute. No, he, he, he's not very civil about it. He, step, he stands up and probably and gets says right. Oh, probably. He yeah. probably says What's something What's the odds on that one? Too. He probably said something You're buying like, the next beer when the beer man comes around listen, here. He probably says something like, look. Don't talk shit on us in the paper and then come up here and act like we're friends. That's why I love the guy. Oh, you think he said it like that? Well, he, he probably said some words. I bet he said there. some Hispanic words that Brandon Phillips didn't understand. Said, Brandon said, get back. I don't know what you're saying, sir, but I just came here to bat. That's what Brandon said. Well, I want to know why Roland went after Carpenter. When did that go down? That went down in the, in the thing. Well, the, hold on. Roland did not go down. He did not attack anybody. What are you talking about? Roland was keeping peace. Roland went after Carpenter. Oh, my God. You, you, oh, he he, put, he pulled up a St. Louis line. It's not a St. Yeah, that's a St. Louis. He pulled out you, his lap. Let me, let me lap. tell you why. Oh, my Can I tell you God. why? He pulled I up think, his lap computer. And no, I think Roland went after him because look, I think. Look, I think this is what it's written in Because I think. Let me tell you what I think. I tell think, me what you think. I think when Roland tell was Tell me what St. you want, Lewis, what you really, really want. He acted like a wussy. Who? And I think Roland did. Always hurt. Couldn't play. Six foot six. 250 pounds, can't hit any home runs. He's always hurt. And that bothered a guy like Carpenter, in my opinion. And he went after him because he was tired of Carpenter calling him out all the time. There you heard it right here on the Bleacher Bones. So you're saying that uh, well, I'm not in saying. every aspect, you guys just came after us. No, Roland went after him. He played for the You Rangers just time. said, you just said Carpenter came after Roland. No, Roland went after Carpenter. And According I think it was because. That, all right, all right uh, whatever. We can, we can say that. But the reality but of it is. That, that NL Central is going to to be unreal. I mean, you've got some teams there. You got you got Chicago with a live bat. You got St. Louis. Historically, they don't they they do not roll over and play dead for anyone. They'll find a way to win, but the and, team you're getting ready to say is the one I think that's overrated. And uh Pittsburgh to me, I I think I think you know they what? fall back all this year. around, all around. I just feel that they just got the right team to just make a big push this year. They fall back. This Those year. three teams did they win over ninety games last year? Yeah, but that, can but, you believe that? That's something right there. All three teams won over ninety games. Pirates fall back to five hundred this year. You're crazy. I believe it. I'm telling You're you. You're crazy. I'm telling you. That, that's they're gonna crazy, they're gonna miss Neil Walker. My friends. Even though he wasn't consistent, they're gonna miss Neil Walker. Their their closers coming off a season where he threw a ton. Uh Andrew McCutcheon's another year on that knee. I'm telling you, they fall back this year. Wow. They're and I'm gonna tell you, and I know they wanted to get rid of Alvarez because he couldn't play a position, but I'm gonna tell you that's hard to replace those those home runs he had. Yeah, but the guy made so many errors out on the field, too. Okay, but now what do you do? Okay, so you're going to bring in a guy that plays better defense than him, obviously, but, hey, you can't – 30 home runs isn't something that you just pull out of your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. So, hey – uh, We're not even going to talk about the other two teams, are we? Well, which ones? Milwaukee and Cincinnati. I, I, here's the thing that I want to talk about my Reds is I don't really think, Jim, that we're going to go – roll over and play dead either. We're going to be very competitive. Well, we still got Joey Votto. I, I mean, it, all around, we got Mesoraco. We've got uh, 
uh, Joey Votto. We've got uh, Brandon Phillips. We've got uh, Jay Bruce. We've in Hamilton when he gets on base, you could count it as when, a double or a triple. When. Yeah, I, well, it, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, so so that that's what I'm saying. You got you got guys that will be giving everything they got. I don't think they're gonna roll over and play dead. I really think the Reds are gonna lose a lot of nine to eight games. Um, nine to eight games is what really. Yeah, wow. I, I really think, you think that they've got that good offense. Huh? Uh, yeah, I really think that they their offense is just what they have to be. Uh, Cozart, a hel- healthy Cozart at shortstop. I, I just all around, I think that they have a good offensive lineup, but I, I just don't see them pitching wise holding teams down. All right, so you're, who are you going to go? All right, so here you got to put your your money on on the table here. Who, who's going to win the central? Holy cow! You tell me that now. Yeah, I'm asking you right now. Who's going to win the central? I would have to lean towards God. I don't want to say it, but the Cubs. Well, that's the. Sm- I, I mean, uh, evidently uh, the, that's the, smart. The money. Cubs, Cubs yeah. got so much. So much talent on that team. Jesus Christ. I mean, that team's never on of it. That team's never on of it. Well, I, you know what? I can't not take the Cardinals. I have to. They just have. And every you know, year you say that uh, it can't be the Cardinals. Can't well, be the Cardinals. Somehow it's in their lineup. Sometimes sometimes you say, I, I, I just don't see how this lineup can do it. And bingo, they fight, they fight, they never stop fighting. Well, let's go over to the East because I, I, I don't know that there's what's going to go on there. But, you know, we've got the Washington Nationals. You brought up Dusty Baker. That's going to be a great fit, I think. For great him and, fit. I think you know. he keeps everything on the leash, a tight leash. I don't think he puts up with – he's dealt with uh, – big-time players before, so I, I really think that he knows how to play Harper and the rest of that other team that's uh, already said last year they said, oh, there, there should be nothing stopping us from winning the World Series. Well, there was. You didn't even make the playoff. Well, they're sexy, but I just don't – I don't like their makeup. Like, I'm – I, I – I just, they're not, to me, a, a... They're not sexy. No, I said they are. They're sexy. They're very sexy. No, they're sexy. But I just, I they don't too win. too sexy for this Now, cat. is he going to make the difference? Can Dusty make that big a difference? Uh, well, I mean, I guess. I think so. I, I think so. I think Dusty can make the difference. I think Dusty is good for almost 12 wins on that. Oh, that's a lot of wins. The, almost know, 12 wins on the good side from Dusty. Well, see, they're the see they're kind of the same thing though. Like for instance, I think Jason Worth, in my opinion, is one of the most overrated players in baseball. Okay, I I just think he is. I think they're going to miss Desmond. Offensively, you think so? For sure. I, again, it's the same thing as as the Pedro Alvarez. I understand that maybe you want somebody a little better defensively. Johnny Peralta came to the Cardinals as a, he can't play shortstop. But except for I don't that even half, want to hear about him. well, I know. But that half a season that he struggled was one thing. But you know, the offense the guy provided is a big part of what, and he played adequately there. I, I don't know. I, I, to me, I'm going to have to switch it back over and 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 go with what I really believe is are the Mets. Pitching prevails. Oh, come on, come on now. I That's like that. Yeah, you can only go so far on a blue collar type of team. All right, that, that's what they have. That's what they have. They got I a love that blue collar type of hard knock type of team there, but I, I just don't. I, I just think Washington, if they play like they're supposed to play, they wear the Mets down. Well, we're not even going to talk about the Braves, right? The Miami Marlins will they'll do well, what I, they always do. They'll they'll fight. Tooth and nail, right? They've got some good players. They'll look don't, good. Don't for... don't overlook Atlanta now. Atlanta, really? I think, will fight. I think they'll fight. I think they're like the Reds. I I think that these type of teams have a tradition of they they just don't roll over and play that. Who's going to win more games, Atlanta or Philadelphia? Atlanta. You got Atlanta for sure. Okay, yeah. well then I'm going to put you on the spot. Then who's your winner in the NL East? And at least I'm going to go with Washington. And I'm going to go ahead and take the Mets. Let's head on over to the West. Lots happening in the West now, right? Lots. Look, man, I, I'm always sold. I'm always sold. They're going to have to prove me wrong on this, and I'm going to say Frisco again. Well, it's 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 the year, right? I, yeah, I, right? I just – even I, year, right? Frisco. I, and you know what? Anyone out there listening to the podcast or in their car – or whatever, and they're saying, "Oh God, this guy's riding Chuck so much." This guy, I, I got no surprises there because these are the teams that are going to stand out. They're going to stand out and make a statement. They, they, I mean, bottom line is that I mean, the, the San Francisco 
is really right now ready and fit, tailor-made just to do what they have to do. Well, they build their team, right? They, they build a team thing. Like they don't say, well, we just want this guy because he's this or that. Who's the out? command post on that team? Well, I mean, I'd shoot. I, I would have to say Posey. Posey keeps everything you think he's that in quiet line. Leader, you think? Well, I I really think that they really look at him as they look at Molina of the Cardinals and how verbal Molina is. I think just that eye contact from Posey or just that hey, just a hands up in the air. I think you're you're going to get a lot of response from that team. Yeah, I mean just just right there. I, I, I can't buy in the Dodgers. Well, the Dodgers. I mean, again, they. You know they're a little top heavy. Obviously, they got they got some nice young, t- but they got so many question marks, right? I mean, Corey Seager. I mean, it looks like a great player, right? Now he's got a little injury thing. You you've counted. You know, you really put a lot of eggs in the Puig basket, and the eggs are getting broken, right? You got your constant over there at first base, though. I mean, this guy is a player, right? Right. Okay. I'm not. You know, I'm not impressed with uh, with with what they what they're rolling out at second base. Uh, Catching wise, they're okay. Um, outfield wise, you know they had all these outfielders. They had all these outfielders, and now now who they got that you can really count on? You're right. You're right. You know? But but again, on that note too, they went with younger players now. Sure. That uh, they don't have to worry about injuries throughout the season that they've had before with the camps and so forth. You you had sure. that problem. But here's the thing: they're good enough. That blows my mind how they let Grinky go. Because now what are they doing right now? They are desperate for a starter, right? Well, you had it. You had the guy. Yeah, but it was going to cost your team an arm and a leg constantly. They've got tons of arms and legs over there to spend. So what? So now they're looking for a pitcher and they got some money in the bank? Come on. Bad move. In fact, that'll take us into the surprise team in the West. This Arizona Diamondback Club is put together. You know what? They remind me so much of the junior version of the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, they're just – they don't stand out. In a, in, in a fantasy uh, standpoint, you've got maybe a couple players that you'd look at on that Arizona well, Goldschmidt's team. Goldschmidt's a hell of a hitter. Uh, well, that, that uh, right Pollock's there. a great player. Okay, uh, but that, that's what I'm saying. You've got a couple players, but majority of the team is not something – as you used earlier, sexy. I, I don't see – but they they contrast good together. They work good together. And I really think you're looking at a junior type of team like the Cardinals. They they just formulate together. And how, how about that with Tony La Russa being sure. out in well, Arizona? Well, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me. So there's obviously a method to that madness, right, if you're going to compare them. So, you know, I think they challenge the Giants. I don't, the Rockies, I mean, there's just not I don't think they'll, they'll hold up. I, I really don't think Arizona will hold up, but I really think that Arizona will break a lot of hearts out there, too. Okay, so you're going to – I'm assuming if I ask for your pick right now, you're going to give me the Giants in the West? I like the Giants in the West. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take the Diamondbacks then. Okay. Let's shoot over to the American League, uh, the offense central, right? Let's start out in the East because typically – over the years, it's every, been a it's been Hatfield oh, and East, McCoy's the East, with the, East, the East, Yankees never, and Boston. Kind of like what's going on in the Central right now, right? We got the East, we got the East. So what is going on in the East now? Typically, you well, can't the, you can't talk about the East without talking about the my. And hang on, I, everybody's got to know this, okay? I, yes, you will hear it. I will wear you out with it. I love my Cardinals, but the bottom line is, you, every kid in America should have a Yankee hat, right? Babe Ruth, greatest player ever, hands down. And every year you can't say East without talking about the Yankees. I think you can say East without talking about the Yankees now, no, can't you? No, hey, there's no way. You always got to throw in the Yankees in there. You got to throw in the Red Sox. But there's a team out there right now that wants to ruin this whole party between these two, and that's that's a, a team that's not even invited here, and it's the Peter Brady syndrome here, and that <laughs> is Toronto. Well, again – they have a perfect storm kind of brewing up there. I got to be honest. When they got David Price last year, I thought it was over. I don't know about you. Did did you not? I thought it was over. I, I thought they sealed it. I was shocked. Sent it off, and then the, it mailed back, 1995, you're going to yeah. get that work. But you know what? You we'll said it at the beginning of the show. It's the beautiful thing about baseball. You can put all this stuff on paper, but you got to go out and play the anyone, game. Anyone, any given day with baseball can beat anyone. So that's the beauty of it. And the team you didn't mention that I think – hurts people. Now, I don't think they can win because I don't like their pitching staff, but it's Baltimore. 
Man, they could beat you Baltimore, up. Baltimore, I they tell you what, they got up. a lot of pop in that bat. They got a lot of pop in that bat. You got you got a great point there. They will make a little dark, dark horse type of run at this. And we've seen this now with the Red Sox, right? Are they on the, are they going this way? I mean, the big poppies last year? I or? think they're old. On myself, I, I, I can't buy into Boston okay. right now. All right, so I'm putting you on the spot then. Who are you taking in the East? I'm going to say Toronto. I'm going to say Toronto. That's, Toronto. We're, that's we're both going to. That's our first I, agreement I, there. I, I, I got to say Toronto's got a live bat. It's like a fantasy team. Well, Speaking of fantasy, I got to bring this guy into it, Jim. We're gonna. We, you want to cut away and go to fantasy first? Uh, no, well, all right. Uh, our guy's not in yet, so we won't bring him into the okay. equation on this one. All but right. uh, well, then let's go to the central. Then let's go to just the get central. right over to the central. Lots happening in the central. Uh, the the non sexy Royals that kind of do it different than everybody else have kind of been the been been the team that's been making it happen. Uh, you got the Minnesota Twins, which you know, look at the Twins. Joe, Maurer, I don't like the Twins. I don't I, know, I don't know why you God, like it the just twins, didn't work out for them. You know what I mean? So I don't like, I don't the like twins. it. Oh, they do have some decent young talent, but they 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 can't hold up over. Can, the, can over I tell time you who I like think. there? Who I like the White Sox. Well, I know you do. You've got Jose Abreu. You got your boy Todd Frazier on your team. I know you do. I, I everyone's uh, taking a shot at the White Sox. I don't see the White Sox as being the problem here. I, I like White Sox. You know that you deal with teams like Cleveland though that can kind of come in and give you problems. Detroit can give you problems. I don't know that either Detroit or Cleveland can win the thing. Minnesota definitely can't. I'm with you on the fact that I think Chicago can make Kansas City miserable. But this Kansas City team is put together. If Detroit stays healthy with a strong outfield and you got that beast Cabrera in the infield, uh, honest to God, they they should. But I just don't see them being healthy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a problem. It's kind of like my fantasy team. I'm not sure they can stay healthy. So, so who are you gonna take? You're gonna take the White Sox. I'm taking the White Sox. I think the White Sox will take it, and uh, Kansas City will be up there for a wild card type of uh, look. I'm I'm gonna surprise everybody and take the Tigers. Well, you're staying yeah. with Tigers healthy. Yeah, I like Tiger. Miguel Cabrera is like my second favorite player. In the uh, league, as so. well, he should be. He's like a him. beast. All right, so let's hit the West. Uh, you know, lots of things happening in the West now. Uh, you know, for years we used to beat up on the poor Astros over here, except for when they had the killer bees going. But now with them in the American League, they've made some changes over there. And again, another former Cardinal at the helm over there, and Jeff Lunau, and taking what he does over there. But boy, they really come out last year and said, "We've got some young talent, and we can play too." They kind of brought in a guy or two that uh, some also rans on some other teams, like a Kobe Rasmus, who had a who, you know, although the average wasn't there, put up some really good numbers. So they're a handful. Uh, you've got the offensive team, like in the Texas Rangers, who play in that offensive park. They can pose problems. But this this division here, uh, I think, boy, they could go a, a, just a myriad of ways, except for Oakland. Now, of course, Oakland, to me, is kind of the stopping ground for somebody to kind of make a pit stop, kind of have a good season, and then, hey, where are you going to trade me to a contender? Um, you know, what's going on with me sort of thing. So, except for Oakland, I think any one of those four teams could win this. Well, again, every emphasis every year is on Los Angeles. Los Angeles, Los Angeles, and every year they find a way to blow it. Well, it's your emphasis is going to be there when you got arguably the best player in the game, and then you go out and you oversign for a guy that was arguably right. the best player oh, in the oh, game. Oh, okay, but so, he, yeah, everybody's he's, he's definitely, right? when he plays, he's been producing. The oh, guy, yeah, no the doubt. Guy, the guy, and that's your favorite player. Yeah. I got to tell you, people out there, that Albert Pujols produces. Absolutely. I when mean, he's playing, he's a, the odds are if he's playing, he's going to produce. I'd like no to doubt. really know his age. Oh, here we go. Can because we let it go? I really think he's over 57. Well, I'm going to tell you, he's a hell of a hitter for 57. Yeah. I mean, he still gets uh, the bat swinging at 57, well, but, uh, according to me, which I think this year he'll be 58 or 59. Well, speaking of 57 years old, how old is uh, – what's, uh, what's his name in, in Seattle? Which uh, one, Cano? Uh, not Cano. The uh, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. The the big home run hitter. Uh, what was, what's oh, his Jimmy name? Christmas. Uh, Cruz. Cruz. Oh come on, Cruz is nowhere. He looks like he's near. 107 oh, years are old. Are you insane? He's 172 years Cruz old. Cruz looks young and he's fit looking. He's fit. a beast. Uh, Pujols, they have to dolly him out to the right. home plate so he can hit. No, but uh, Texas Rangers. 
Texas Rangers. How well, about, you know how, what how they, about going into there with your pitching staff in the heat of the summer? They got a, the they, they got a hell of a pitching that. squad there. Now you're talking a pitching squad. Cole Hamels? Yeah. Is you Darvish coming back? Look, man. Oh, which one? You Darvish should be back soon, right? Well, I, I like him. I like him, but he's injury prone. I know, but if he comes back with, with Hamels and everything else they got going there, they could be a handful. They could be a handful, right. but you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the Angels finally getting this job done here, but I think Houston's got a lot to say about it. I like Houston, I'm too. I'm going to take Seattle. Ooh, Seattle. Robinson Cano healthy. They have no pitching. Oh, I think they do. Oh, you're crazy. They, they I might be crazy. All yeah. right, so there, you've got our picks. No, and we'll Hernandez. Hernandez, every time he was pitching in front of his home team, Home crowd. He's giving up seven, eight runs a game. Don't it say that. He's horrible. my pitcher. Don't I know, say that. I know that. I traded. Yeah, him. I know. I, I traded. Him. So you got our picks on record, and we're going to come back and kind of see how we're doing, and 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 go from there. But th- you know, the, the truth of the matter is, what's great about baseball is, I'm sure there's so many of you out there. It's that disagree a volatile with business. We say. And we would love to hear from you guys too as we move forward and, and, and we build this build this show and, and try to get some more interaction with the guests. So, you know, believe me, you guys have heard our picks. We would love to hear you say why we're crazy as we move forward. And that stuff will be coming out as we move forward with the show. So uh, I think we agreed maybe on one pick, right? We one agreed, pick. That's not bad. One, one pick. Bad, but bad. there's one one thing that I know we'll both agree on. And what's that? And this guy coming up right now. Who's going to give us throughout the season Coop's pick here on uh, minor league play, prospects, and so forth? And our big play, though, this is the one I'm interested in. It's called the Start, Sit, Sleep. And it's basically who you start in fantasy, who you sit, and who's the sleepers. Let's at, you, at a good price. No, absolutely. So, and so this is me and you. We need this knowledge. We, we do, because like I said earlier, we need to introduce Coop to you guys because it's real simple. We're too passionate. We're both passionate. Not only guys. that, we know what's out there right now, and we're sticking with our guns, with our teams. But you know what? If if Coop's got a guy out there that we could take full advantage of that's going to be cheap, I'm going to beat you to the bid and <laughs> put, a, put a bid on this you. player. But like hey, said, Coop. Yeah, he, he's going to tell you the real dope, not, not the ignorant stuff like, you know, I love the guy. This guy's going to give you the real dope. So, Coop, welcome to the show. Thanks, fellas. Good to be here. I appreciate oh, you having right. me. I I guess this week, given the fact that it's the first time and a lot of drafts are going on this weekend, probably tomorrow, pre-opening uh, day, we should probably do two, right? We should probably do a season-long sure. start, sit, sleep, and we should probably do then this coming week. That'd right? be Who's good. Start, I would start. like it on a weekly basis, too. That no, would agreed. really help me out big time. No, agreed. I think if if you – for those of you who have your draft or are in leagues that are not super deep, um, let's start with – Starters, right? Who would you? Who who are the guys you should go get that are actually going to perform above expectation? Okay, I get two guys that um, you're, I think you're both going to be surprised because I think a lot of people thought they peaked last year. One of them's very young. One of them is in the middle of his now, career. Is this your sleeper pick? No, this is my start. Start. These are guys that I think you should go get. I think it's going to be the best pitcher in the major leagues, and I think it's going to be the best hitter in the major oh, leagues. I can't wait. Best pitcher in the major leagues this year, I think, without question, is going to be Max Scherzer. He's going to he's going to he's going to take Clayton Kershaw's title. Clayton Kershaw's been unquestionably the best pitcher Solid in baseball play. for the last sure. five years. Um, you know, Scherzer's a big strikeout guy. His underlying numbers are insane. His strikes per nine innings, strikeouts per nine innings are insane. He's a guy that's ready to take that leap. On top of it, he plays for a really good team, so he's going to get a ton of wins, ton of opportunities, ton of run support. I think Max Scherzer is going to be the best pitcher in baseball. What I tell year. you about that team, and he's well, he's locking okay. it down on that so, team. So too. let's ask him, being the guy that knows the numbers inside and out, how do you take into account? And we talked about this earlier. We addressed Dusty Baker coming on board as as being a guy that can kind of fix that clubhouse situation. Dusty's taking a knack for kind of running his running his starters out a little bit, like running them out of gas. What's your think? What? How does that affect? Like when you're drafting and you're thinking. You know what? I listen to Coop. He tells me Scherzer's the guy. Do you take into account that Dusty's done kind of a poor job in that arena? I think I think normally you would. Um, I think there's two things. I think if you look at the bullpen make bullpen moves they've made in the offseason, shows to me that this old dog is learning new tricks. Right? Okay. He's going out and getting real bullpen guys to back him up to, to eat up some of those innings. Um, and so, 
you know, the danger with a guy like Scherzer is he is an innings eater. Um, and it's a, it's I think that would normally be a danger in a, in a fantasy world. He's got, though, this incredible bullpen behind him. And I think he's also immune to Dusty Baker. If Dusty Baker does want to run him out a little bit longer, he's a guy that just eats innings. He likes it. Absolutely. He keeps I, I going. think he'll get along with Dusty. So, so, so whether, whether Dusty has learned new tricks and, and will back him up with this really good uh, bullpen or Dusty does the same old thing, I think Max Scherzer's immune to it. Coop, how many games? How many games he won? Is I he a 20-gamer? Oh, yeah, I think he wins 22, 23 games. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be wow. a big pick then. Who the hell's got him in our division? Well, I wonder. So, um, all right, so who's your other guy? The other guy, same team, Bryce Harper. I actually think he's going to get better. Really? Bryce if you, Harper if gets you better. Look at, if you look at his underlying numbers, if he can actually avoid injury, this is this is the big question with Bryce Harper. If he can avoid – The best those, player, though, over Trout? Absolutely. Jesus. I think there's every argument he was the best player over Trout this past year from a fantasy standpoint. You know, Trout's speed numbers were great for a few years. They've gone down precipitously. It looks like they're going to continue to go down. Um, and, you know, he's focused a little more on power. Bryce Harper's just the all-around guy. He is He's fantastic. His underlying numbers are better than Trout uh, from a sabermetric standpoint. He's going to be the best player in baseball, and he's, going to, and he's actually going to better stats than he had last year, which is really scary. So this is all a big compliment then to Dusty Baker. I, mean, I don't know if it's a compliment to Dusty Baker. It's certainly a compliment to the folks that brought him on to the to, to the Washington uh, uh, team because they're they are that roster is ridiculous. I I I didn't hear your picks because I walked in a little bit late, but I I think they're a prohibitive favorite. All right, in that division. all right, no, we we got that now. Tell us who's the overrated players now. Who's the guys that are out there right now that you're saying, you know what? I'm gonna have to sit them. I'm gonna. And maybe that's not even the fair well, question on no, that because no. the, the overrated name? player well, or the sit player is in two different categories. Well, I think the real question is: is we all know who the names are, right? Like you know, you you, you right away hear a guy and you and you hear his name, and I I I mean, I could throw, I could probably pick somebody off. I'm going to use a guy off my team, Evan Longoria. When you hear that name, you start thinking. Are you kidding me? That's that's old school. But my point is, is when you hear him, you immediately go to, man, he's a pretty good player, isn't he? Maybe not. I don't know. So that's my point, is that who's the guys that are names that everybody kind of still jumps on, but just it isn't there? Well, I had two of them. Both of them are young, um, but I had to add a third based upon some recent news. So the third is an easy one. Um, I mean, the guy that's going to take a nosedive in statistics this year is going to be Pablo Sandoval, right? He just got benched. He's going to start on the bench in, in, in Boston. He mentioned them. Yeah, and, and, he's gonna, and it's going to be trouble for Pablo. So that, that, that's an easy one because of a demotion. The two guys whose underlying numbers, uh, and we're going to go back to the same exact team, but the two guys whose underlying numbers uh, show that, that the statistics they had this past year are going to regress significantly, and I mean really significantly, one of which I think will play himself out of everyday play is Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber uh, with Chicago Cubs is no longer going to catch. Most of his fantasy value was derived from being a catcher. He's out of that. He's it's gonna, a wiffle he's ball gonna, stadium, though. Yep. However, when even if it's a wiffle ball stadium, you need to hit something more than 215 for it to do it. And Kyle Schwarber actually had he had better luck numbers than the re- than than he should have, and still batted 240 or under. I can I expect Kyle Schwarber's average to go no higher than 230 this year, and he may indeed hit hit 30 home runs. The difference is with the depth on that team. I don't see him getting the at bats that he needs to get when they re-signed Dexter Fowler. I think his at bats went through the floor. I think Kyle Schwarber is, to me, the top regression candidate from a draft standpoint, not necessarily well, statistical telling me this. Well, because he, I was going to go get him. Well, and, and the thing is, uh, I think you bring up that you got to – even though a guy – like, you know, when you think fantasy, your mind goes into this offensive mode, right? Like, man, did you see the home runs this guy's hit? The team that he plays for has to live with him defensively. We talked a little bit about Pedro Alvarez earlier, how I actually think the Pirates had a problem there. Yes, he was a detriment to them defensively, but how do you replace the 30 home runs? So it's kind of a tough thing. The, the, the Cubs have all these different moving parts, so while he may help them in some circumstances, he kind of hurts your fantasy value-wise, right? No, there's no doubt about it. And the other guy on that team, by the way, whose underlying numbers really betrayed a very good year is Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, what people don't look at, is he hit 218 second time around with teams. So this year, as people get, get the scouting report on him, he's got a big swing. They're going to be able to pick him apart. 
I think his average is going to fall precipitously. Again, wow. the, the difference with Chris Bryant, though, is he's going to he doesn't have somebody that's a likely candidate to come in and replace him on an everyday right. basis. He's going to continue to get at bats. He's going to continue to get better. He's really young, obviously. I don't think I think that this is a, going to be a lull year for him, sort of a sophomore swoon. He'll be back. Batting gonna, average. How about over I, and under two sixty? I was going to say I think his average would be 260, so I'd go right on that. I think I think that's the greatest set over under ever. I don't really know if I because he's the man. If I had to bet right now, I would bet under 260 this year. I think overall he's wow. going to be a great player because wow. he's going to figure it out. But do not expect too much from Chris Bryant this he's year. A he's a legit 30 home run guy. Though. I absolutely yeah. believe that too. Yeah. He's a he's 100 a great, RBI, 30 RBI. Yep. No, he, but, he's but not going to give 100 RBIs according to that. I don't think he'll have. I don't think he'll have 100. I don't think he'll have 100 RBIs this year. However. Because I think it's really hard to hit under 260 and, and have 100 RBIs. People have done it. It's really difficult to do. Um, and secondly, I think that the Cubs are going to be a lot less run producing than people think they are. I think they're going to get third in the Central personally um, because wow. I think they've got so many regression candidates. My point on Chris on Chris Bryant is if you're in legacy leagues, you're in, in keeper leagues, keep him and keep ride him, him and go. But if you're looking for Chris Bryant to win your fantasy league this year, he's the wrong guy. Not not the year for him. He's so, the wrong so guy. That, that's, that's, bold. That that's bold. So those are our starters, right? Yep. Okay. No, those are your sit guys. And, those are sit guys. Okay. Who's, our, who's our sleeper? Who's our sleepers. dark horse? Who's so get, the black horse of this league now? Again, I got for sleepers for the for the year, I've got a I've got a, an offensive player and a pitcher. Um, the offensive player is is in one of the most needy fantasy positions out there, which is catcher. Uh, J.T. Realmudo from Florida wow. is is a catcher. He's 25 years old. It'll be first real year in the big leagues. This kid has got un- amazing underlying numbers, great power potential. He'll actually be he'll actually steal 15 to 20 bases as a, a catcher, catcher. A catcher. If you can get J.T. Realmudo from Florida, get him, folks. He is a, he's a guy who's going to be a superstar catcher. Oh my God! I'm going to run to the free agency to see if this guy's out there. All right. What else you got for us? That's and a then, good one. Because let me tell you, to your point, we all know this. Catching in fantasy leagues is huge. If you oh get God. one, catchers it can, are it horrible. Can make, no, I'm saying if you get one, I know they're horrible yeah. in general. At nine nine out of ten catchers so, are batting two forty five. So when you have one, you have an automatic. And he's given us a catcher over. that steals. All right, that's pretty what, good. What, what catcher right. steals? I'm impressed Give by another that one. one. Give us another one. one. I'm yeah. impressed by that one. I'm writing it down, baby. <laughs> yeah, so he's so he's legit. The other guy is a guy that gets really lost in an unbelievable pitching class at the New York Mets. Steve Matz uh, from the New York Mets is a guy who, again, when you're talking about underlying sabermetric numbers, this guy has got him. Strikeout per nine, low walk rate. He's going to have a low ERA. He induces many, many ground balls as opposed to fly balls. He's got the kind of stuff that particularly for for the division they play in and the field they play in is tailor-made for it. I think Steve Matz from the New York Mets is is going to be one of the top five pitchers in in Major League Baseball this year and for wow. the next five to six years. Wow. This guy's the real deal, and he gets lost because because you've got Degrom and Syndergaard and these guys at, at the Mets. But they they've got by the way they they've got a pitching staff there that will rival the best pitching staffs in the history of their of their organization, which is saying something. That's well. Beautiful. Now, do, do you say he kind of gets lost? Is some of that? Didn't he have some injury concerns? Was it two years ago? He's coming off. Was it Tommy John? Yeah, but he's exactly. a full year removed, right? He's no, healthy. He's, he's right? a full year. He's ready to yeah. roll. And what I meant by getting lost is, it, is you know, it's because he doesn't really, throw hundred. <laughs> well, and 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 all, and he's got some amazing starting pitching around him that people yeah. pay a lot more attention to with Degrom and Syndergaard. I, so, so those are my 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 season long starts. Dude, sit I and can't sleeps. I can't get enough of you. I yeah. mean, honest to God, this is going to be great having Coop give us these picks too. Yeah, we can use them against him. Yeah, exactly. Speaking well, we're of using, find, speaking we're, we're of using against you, yeah. yeah. Spe- speaking do this of week. using against you, let's do this week. Let's and I want week. everybody to know that the disclaimer here is: I'm playing this guy first week, and I'm shivering in my boots over here because he's got a big track record. Oh, he, but you know what? Gonna I'm going to give him everything he can handle. Yeah, this week. I bet you are. I am. All right. So give us just weeks. Uh, hey guys, starts. I, I, you know what? We ran a little overtime on this extra innings. You might say. Yeah, we'll go extra innings with this week's picks, and then we'll we'll, and, we'll, we'll uh, get out of here. We'll wrap it up. Perfect. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be quick about it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the guy that I want to start this week. If you have Zach Grinky. Start him this oh, week. Oh, I brought him up. He's right. a two-start. He's a two-start pitcher. He faces. He, them. he faces Jorge De La Rosa from at home against Colorado, and he faces Kyle Hendricks a home at home against the Cubs. Great two-start pitcher. Obviously, he's one of the best in the game. He's facing two lower-level guys. 
uh, in his first two starts. Give him a chance to warm up. Like I said, I think the Cubs are going to underperform. I think Colorado's not going to be very good. So you've got a, a great matchup with, with Zach Greinke if you have him start him. On the flip side, if you if you have, and this is, again, a very easy one in, in, in the news, but if you have Pablo Sandoval, please put him <laughs> on your bench as quickly Amazing. as you can. Unless Amazing you're playing me. how that exactly. went downhill like that. The sneaky anyway. pick, by the way, the sneak pick, the sleeper, pick. The, the sleeper pick of the sleeper. week. Sleeper. If you... And in a lot of, of uh, shallow leagues, you'll have an opportunity to pick this guy up tonight and tomorrow and get him in your lineup. In deeper leagues, somebody will have him. But if you have him, start Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana is going to face Rich Hill from Oakland, again, at home. And he's going to face Josh Tomlin from Cleveland, again, at home. Great two matchups for Jose Quintana. This is another guy, by the way, who's a sabermetric uh, darling. He's got great underlying numbers. Quintana is going to be a really good pitcher in this league. The question is, is he going to be, you know, ace level or is he going to be a number two starter? But he's a really, really good pitcher. Wow. Young guy, 26 years old, uh, and should be able to have a really good week in week one. Excellent. Excellent. That's one, uh, he's on your White Sox. White Sox. Yes, no, oh, well, I'm, I'm listening to this as not only as a fantasy owner, but a guy that just wants to go make a, a couple dollar bets too, Jesus, that that was yeah, great all, stuff. With all, the, with all the DraftKings and the and the FanDuel and all that stuff going on, if you listen to this guy with all the in depth research that he and does, and those didn't sound yeah. like really really sexy guys out there that right. that's going to be over, you know, budget or anything like that. I think you could afford sure. these guys on FanDuel and so forth. Well, and that's the thing you got. You're going to need some of these guys. To his point, like. You, know, you bring up a Jose Quintana, and obviously he's not a scrub, but the reality of it is he's not going to be as expensive as a Baumgartner or a Scherzer or something like that. So Nothing you've close. got so you've got to have these guys. So hey, you need to tune in every week. And if you, and listen, you can disagree with myself and and the Ocho man all you want to do, but you got to turn in each week and listen to this guy because I assure you, unlike myself and my partner here, where we're going to kind of get passionate oh, about I'm guys. Oh, that's your ass. I'm going to have some great picks Let too. Let me tell you all right? something. All right, but, that's but, but, our, line. but our picks are going to be based on who we like. There's not going to be any – there's no substance right, to our picks. Right, right, right. Am I right? Well, in any case, my friends, that's our show for this week. Bleach your bums and uh, check out our show. We're going to have it on every week. Yeah, you guys will be able to check us out. Uh, we'll be, we haven't done it yet, but we have, uh, we have got the domain name bleacherbumspodcast.com. So when we get our website up, we'll let you guys know. And thanks to our good friend and producer, Chris Lakin, we now own the Twitter handle at Bums Podcast. So you guys uh, out there, if you see a, a, a like or a share or something like that coming out of Twitter from at Bums Podcast, that is us. We're obviously going to look to build our audience, and we'd love to follow you guys that love the game of baseball so that we can talk about the hot topics. Hey, they're going to see us, do. too, right, on video? Yeah, it won't be long. Yep, we'll be on – is it it's black, We're going to have right? our whole – table yeah. set up with like bleacher bums you guys are gonna love us we're gonna have a beer while we're doing the show and we're ready to go guys excellent excellent, excellent. hey thanks coop every week right every week yep. we look forward every to having week a coop we'll on, be here all right, all right brother all right. hey guys from uh jano jim coop we're out of here <laughs> <laughs>